Hi everyone, welcome back to Forever Yours. My name is Robin and I am your host. So it's just me today. No guests. Did a little bit of self-reflecting today. You know, what people tend to do at the end of the year. Christmas is in three days and then it's going to be the new year. I'm going to be honest, it's hard to be grateful knowing that this is the worst year of my life. Like, I hope it doesn't get any worse than this because I literally will not make it. It's hard to think of all the good memories that happened this year without the loss of Micah overshadowing everything. Feels like I've pretty much grieved him this entire year. Like, we we got four months together this year, and uh, many of you may or may not know, but Micah travels out of town for work, and he'll be gone for, like, two weeks at a time. He was doing, like, a two weeks on, two weeks off type of thing. So, in those four months, I don't really know how, exactly how much time we actually had together. But it doesn't matter, because whenever he was home, we would spend all the time that we had together unless I had to go to work. I made a list of 10 things, 10 of the best things that happened before Micah passed away. So I figured I'd share that with you guys today since we are self-reflecting. It's called my year-end review. I have it on my iPad. Starting off with number one, started off the new year with Micah so I actually had COVID so we were staying in and celebrating together took shots at home and I think it was perfect we were pretty tired from traveling for Christmas just a lot of driving so we said we'd stay home obviously because I was also sick and it was just good energy as always it's I'm gonna start crying (laughs) just us two taking shots of Hennessy (laughs) Um, playing music He wanted to put on our matching onesies. That we bought for Christmas. (laughs) That was his idea to put it on. On New Year's. So we did. I think we were drunk at that point already. Or getting there. My eyelashes in my eye now. Number two is. We got Oreo. I think January. We're 8th or 9th. I kept bugging Micah to, you know, let's get a cat. So he said, we can go look. And I said, babe, if we go look, you know we're going to leave with a cat. (laughs) He said, no, we're just going to go look. And I looked at all the cats in Fortuna. And uh, I honestly didn't even look at Oreo didn't look at her she didn't stick out to me sorry oreo micah he asked all the right questions he asked which cats were you know fixed and had all their shots so we wouldn't have to worry about it and there were two 
boy and a girl and Micah chose Oreo. He didn't let us, or he didn't want to take her home that day because we didn't have anything ready for her. We didn't have food. We didn't have litter. So I said, okay, fine. Um, and then the next day I went to work and Micah went to pick up all of the cat supplies and also went to go pick her up and surprised me with her pretty much when I got home. Super sweet. I could say Oreo literally saved my life after Micah passed away. It's just crazy to think about. It's like, if there is such a thing as destiny or God's plan or our lives being written out, it's like crazy to think that Micah chose her because somehow subconsciously he knew that I was going to need her after he left earth. Number three, I started a new job in January as well. Serving job in a restaurant called Angelina Woodfire Kitchen in Ferndale, California. Super great food. Kind of like a casual fine dining. I was also still bartending on the weekends in Eureka um, at the Cafe Marina. Was doing both jobs for a while. I was pretty busy, but I was making really good money. Um, nice thing about working in in small towns is, especially in restaurants, you can get time off. Surprisingly, if you request it off, um, it's easier to accommodate as opposed to working in a busier city. It's hard to get time off. Number four, we transformed our office into a home gym. I think this was like the second week of January. I just kind of was over feeling fat, but couldn't bring myself to go to the gym every day. So I told Micah that I ordered all the stuff and the office is going and he was like, okay. So that was that. It was nice. We got to work out together a couple of times and I honestly think Micah was shocked that I knew what I was doing. <laughs> um, but, you know, Micah, Micah knew that I had been super into the gym life years ago and did a bodybuilding show once. So he knew, but he just didn't see it firsthand. And so when he saw that I knew what I was doing, um, I think he was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so that was cute. I used to write him little workouts on on post-it notes and I would sneak in as a joke um booty pics <laughs> please <laughs> so that was funny I think for Valentine's Day I actually got him protein shake BCAAs and pre-workout and then a shaker cup or a protein powder whatever same thing Five and six are beach days and dinner dates. Like I said, Mike was out of town a lot, but every time he was home, we we just prioritized our time together so well. And if we weren't going to the beach, then it was going to be, okay, let's go to dinner, babe. Let's go get short ribs. <laughs> and we just really loved spending time with each other. I... I was more like a, like, let's go out to dinner. Micah's more like, oh, let's go to the beach or let's stay home and play Fortnite. 
but I liked to be seen out in public with Micah and I wanted people to feel and see our love, if that makes sense. Number seven was we went to Maui for the second time. 2021, Micah took me to Maui. That was our first big trip together. And then 2022, which is crazy to say, this year we went again in March for my birthday. And we got engaged on my birthday, so that's number eight on the list. Um, yes, I knew Micah was reposing. But I was still excited. Like it was it was like I didn't need to be surprised because I just wanted wanted it to happen for so many months now. But I had to wait. <laughs> didn't think Micah was nervous on that day. I almost was questioning if he was gonna propose on my birthday because he was just so calm all day. He was just a very calm guy. And then we get on a boat and and then it was like really rushed. I think he felt like okay like the photographer got him permission to go on top of the boat so he's like okay I'll be right back to me and I was like okay so he went to go grab the ring from his backpack and then he's like all right let's go we gotta go up here and I I was like oh my gosh I'm nervous like it's it's happening so we go up there he gets down on one knees he gets down on one knee and he's like smiling so big at me he forgot to speak he had no words come out of his mouth because that's how nervous he was but he didn't show that he was nervous at all up until that moment so I just like looked at him and smiled of course and I just gave him a kiss and then I was like yes (laughs) um he didn't he didn't need to ask he didn't need to say anything we just had this unconditional love and connection we had been talking about getting engaged for so long I was just like give me the ring already at this point So it was cute. We got some really good pictures. Number nine was I got my dream ring. And I'm sure you guys have seen it already, but it's perfect. Micah put so much, so much thought and effort. He studied for months, months. He could be like a freaking diamond consultant if he wanted to. Um, Like he knew more than me about diamonds and, and... This is actually the second ring he bought. So the first ring he bought was a carrot size smaller and the band was really thin. And so he didn't like it. He sent it back and then he purchased this one, a bigger carrot size and um, a sturdier setting. And it's perfect. It's just has so much meaning. And sometimes if I ever find myself questioning if Micah ever really loved me, uh, which is just, I know he did. Just think about how much effort. And uh, Micah would used to always tell me that he just wakes up to make me happy. Number 10. I put... <laughs> I put, I get to marry my dream man. Which is what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I spend a lot of my days feeling um, just extremely numb and dissociated and uh, I feel like there's like nothing in my brain sometimes because I'm just emotionless sometimes.
but uh, I know that if I were to feel this heavy grief every day, I don't think I'd survive, so. Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we just loved each other so freaking much. Anybody could see it from across the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving forward. Here's a list of good things that happened after Micah passed away. And I only wrote eight down. I didn't want to force myself to find ten things to be grateful about. But number one was... I paid off my car loan. Um... And that was with the help of everybody that donated to the GoFundMe that Micah's workplace actually started for me, which was super sweet. And then that goes into number two, which is immense support after people heard the news. From Micah's employers to his family, to my family, to friends, to people that knew me from high school, um, just like an overload of messages like it was uh super sweet overwhelming but uh, sweet and then number three goes into tiktok i found like grievers on tiktok and people think it's silly but I also think TikTok was one of the things that helped me survive um, in the earlier days to feel connected to so many strangers when you feel the least bit understood when something tragic like that happens. I'm so grateful to have a outlet, an outlet to express my grief and share it number four is I got magic Mike in June which is my second kitty and I got phantom which is my third kitty in September magic Mike I love him he's the sweetest kitty ever he reminds me so much of Micah <laughs> he just is friendly he's not scared is never mad <laughs> calm and collected a cuddle bug his eyes are golden yellow and green in the center, and every time his eyes are more green than golden, always reminds me of Micah. Number five is I started my, um, or I opened my online boutique. That was super awesome as well. It, that was, the, I think, first thing that I was actually excited for. Just It just gave me like a sense of like a distraction um like felt to like it had so much meaning and and purpose it gave me a purpose for two weeks or so before the grief hit all over again but it was really good to have that to feel like some hope because it was hopeless for a really long time number six 
is I started my podcast. It took me a while to get more episodes up with people because I try not to force myself to do things I don't want to. And, and when the grief takes over, it takes over. So what I really wanted to start this podcast because I feel like I have so many things to, to express and to share and to speak about. And grief is just something that I feel passionate about. Like, how can you not feel passionate about? Especially when I get a decent amount of hate comments. I mean, way more kind comments. But to see people knock someone down when they're down already really is just disheartening to me. Um, And so I feel like grief needs to be talked about more or shared about and, and people like to listen to these things so they feel understood or they feel heard or they, or you know so they don't feel like they're crazy because you're not crazy your feelings are valid number seven was I got a bunch of tattoos a bunch of tattoos <laughs> I actually used to joke a joke about getting my neck tattooed to Micah and he'd be like, I don't know about that, babe. And, uh, I mean, I wasn't ever going to do that. But I, I got my neck tattooed. And uh, I think Micah would have loved it. It's funny, it's one of those things where Micah would say, oh, I don't really know if, like, I like Chipotle. And then he'd be like, well, I guess I've never really had it. And I'm like, okay, you can't say you don't like something if you haven't had it yet. And then I'd go and buy a Chipotle. And he's like, wow, this is actually really good. I'm like, yeah, listen to me, babe. <laughs> That's what happens when you listen to me. So it's kind of it's kind of like that. And number eight, I had to scroll through my pictures to look to see what I could be grateful for or reflect on. Um, and I wrote down, I went to Hawaii. And it was... I'm only grateful because it was Hawaii and it's the ocean and nature. The trip itself was super hard. The first day I went was October 11th. That that was the day I got there. And uh, that was the day I got there. And I felt like I was going to die. I couldn't stop crying. I cried for hours. For six hours straight, I just thought like... I'm gonna die. I can't. I can't even breathe. And I think that day was just a day where I felt the loss of Micah the most, like him not being here. And it, from being in the airport to being on the flight alone to getting a rental car alone and and driving from the Maui airport to where we would stay, it's like wow, we were, we were just here and we, we were just engaged. Um, and so that was really hard, but the next day was October 12th and I kind of had calmed down a little bit and got up, went to Safeway and then I drove to the beach where Micah and I took pictures at and I put some of his ashes in the water. And I just felt like a weight off of my shoulders. And I was really happy with the way that I did it. 
guess it's just something that I never thought I'd have to do or have to do so soon, I guess. <sighs> but yeah, that was my year. It's fucking surreal. And if you're celebrating Christmas this year, Merry Christmas. If you're not, if you're grieving, my thoughts are with you. Holidays are hard. Death is hard. Grief is hard. It's okay to be mad at the world. It's okay to be angry. I just want to say Happy New Year. If I don't catch you guys on on here again before then. I love and appreciate you guys all. See you guys next time.